This is episode 144 on Drop the Ego Already, bro. You're tuned in to Forever Athlete Radio, where together we go far. I'm your host, Corey Camp, former Division I swimmer, Forever Athlete founder, and your personal flow coach, helping you optimize your life one conversation at a time. Remember, you can text or call in to join the show at 301-747-0718. Now let's get our flow on. Your need to be right is blocking you from true transformative breakthroughs in your life. We're starting things off hot here. I need you to hear that again. Your need to be right is blocking you from true transformative breakthroughs in your life. Our ego is fueled by our need to be right and by the need for things to really look perfect on a day-to-day basis before we share them is actually killing our quality of life. There's a famous marshmallow study out of Stanford University, and you might have heard of one of them. We're going to talk about the lesser-known marshmallow study today, where really participants were asked to build the tallest spaghetti tower with one marshmallow in 18 minutes. And... Really, participants ranged from kindergartners all the way up to CEOs, and you might think that the CEOs blew the kindergartners out of the water in this performance, right? Well, you'd be wrong. That's what makes these psychology studies so fun, right? They saw, on average, that the kindergartners were actually able to build taller and mightier towers than the CEOs of these Fortune 500 and high-performing companies. Now, why is that? The kindergartners, they weren't afraid to fail and rebuild after they had failed. They went through multiple prototypes, really implementing this trial and error process before really committing to building that one structure that ultimately would win the study. Whereas the CEOs, on the other hand, they're very inflexible. They typically really just set out to try one design and didn't really deviate from it all too much, even when feedback was, hey, your tower is tipping over. So how does this relate back to the ego? Well, most of us are like those CEOs in the study. We're inflexible with how our life is really supposed to look because our ego is running the show and we scoff at the possibility of being wrong, let alone working on something for it to not pan out. That just seems like a total waste of time, right? Well, the best athletes that I've seen over the years through watching sports, through participating in sports, through still being involved in athletics, they're the ones that aren't afraid to try something and learn from it, whether they are successful or they fail, they've realized that failure isn't this fatal thing, it's just feedback. And in order for us to come to that same realization in our life, we have to be willing to put the ego aside for a minute. The ego is what fears failure the most because that's what really is taking the direct hit in the most pain when we do fail. What would happen if we created a life playground that we could really play around in on a day-to-day basis? How would this help not just our physical health, but our mental and emotional health as well? And is it possible for the ego to ever truly die, like Kanye West said in his Ego Death song? We're going to take a look at really all the answers to that today on the show. I want to start off with looking at what is the life playground atmosphere? because that really is my favorite way to view life overall. And it's this element of fun that gets reintroduced into our life, this element of nostalgia as well, because we all had at one point during our childhood that playground that we could turn to and play around on for hours and hours, and it didn't matter what the game was, how good or how bad we were at it, we just were having an enjoyable time. Odds are we were experiencing flow in those moments. 
And really it didn't matter what equipment we had, it didn't matter what we uh, did or didn't have, we could really make up a game out of anything, right? Like this is the playground that I had at my elementary school, Westover, and I just have such good memories looking back on it. And I know if you're listening, you probably have fond memories of your elementary school playground as well. We became masters of creating flow out of nothing in that environment. Yet somewhere along the line here and along the way, right, we seem to have deviated from that playground environment. We started to get really, really serious about life and we introduce these really rigid structures and discipline because that's really what we do, right? Maybe it's because no one truly cares how many goals you score on the soccer field or how much sweat you had on <laughs> in recess anymore after a certain point. And really, since there is less societal weight on the play, then we our ego really gets rewarded by giving in to these other activities like how many girls we're going to be talking to in middle school and really the most embarrassing thing think about this for a middle schooler or maybe even in your life today that could ever possibly happen is rejection right and ironically enough that's still the some some of the fear that we are facing today right we all don't like to be rejected because that's a direct hit to our ego. We all just want to fit in for who we truly are and we want the world to see us for who we truly are. At least we should. Rejection, just like failure, hits home on that ego and ironically the ego is really what prevents us from taking the chances in the first place and potentially life-altering opportunities. If we were able to shift how we really view our life now as this playground that we had back in elementary school, really what we'd be doing is we'd be able to take leaps and bounds towards really our ultimate ambitions in life. We can't be afraid to play, basically is what I'm saying. We want to introduce that life playground again. We want to go back to those days of we're five, six years old. It didn't matter if we were given a soccer ball, monkey bars, a slide, we were content, we were happy, we were willing to take risks and play. We weren't really concerned about how we looked in the process. I found that it's best to recreate these environments that reinforce this behavior outside of work and really watch it carry over into our work, right? So adopting that mindset that life is just one big playground allows you to truly play loose, really the goal that we were all aiming for as athletes on the playing field, right? It allows you to really get out of your head and into your heart and play with this lack of rigidness and stiffness that our spaghetti building CEOs displayed and ultimately really were failing at. See, when we are really trying anything new and want, being a beginner again, we have to check the ego at the door because we are going to fail. And really, it's this great gut check on our ego when we consistently put ourselves intentionally into those environments. That's why I've been trying out rock climbing with some friends. I've been getting into surfing and absolutely failing at surfing. It's quite comical, actually, you know, wiping out and very humbling being in this high flow environment that, you know, water is for me. And all of a sudden, I'm not in control and in charge. I'm not a natural at it like I quote unquote was in swimming. It brings me back to, okay, 
I'm actually having a great time though. Who cares if I wipe out? I'm going to hop back up on that next wave and, and ride it and continue to go. Most of us though, we don't like to be good, not be good at something. We all like to be good at stuff, right? Especially if we're highly, highly competitive people. So for me, I'm very, very highly competitive. You can ask Jorge and Jack, doesn't matter what we're doing. If we're playing cornhole out in the front yard, I'm not getting out of there unless I win at least one, if not all the games. Um, <laughs> that's the competitive nature in me shining through, right? But why do I bring that up? If we're especially highly competitive, we want to seek out these playful moments even more so. And because that's going to check the ego, that's going to check our need to be perfect, our perfectionism trait is going to be left at the door and we're going to become more humbled in that process. That's really what we want to focus on, right? But what is the benefit to all this, right? Why should we seek out environments that really make us feel silly? Because like I said, at some point society tells you, hey, that's so cool that you like to have fun and think life outside the box, but we're going to need you to wear a suit and tie, wear a suit and uniform, work certain hours. And that just kind of produces this really rigid lifestyle. So why would we deviate from the norm? Why would we drop the ego and live a more fulfilled life? Well, because ultimately it improves our holistic health. And here's how it does it. Our physical health really sees an increase in our heart rate variability when we are engaged in these activities that we thoroughly enjoy on a moment to moment, day to day basis. That's something really interesting, right? If we measured the HRVs on the kids on the playground versus the CEOs in the boardroom, I would be willing to bet that we'd see a similar result to the Marshmallow Tower study, where the kindergartners had on average a higher heart rate variability than the CEOs. And that's because when we play loose, we're, AKA we're not afraid to fail and put our ego aside, we're able to experience deeper sensations of flow in that moment. And that means increased heart rate variability in other areas of our life. It's amazing how what we do carries over into our actual physiology. Setting aside the ego really acts as this floodgate opening up for flow to pour into our life. This is a result of our neurochemistry changing in our favor via cortisol being really regulated to more optimal levels in that moment. Simply put, Setting the ego aside, we become less stressed and more primed to perform in that moment. That's not to say that we don't get stressed at all. We definitely do. There's still very much some cortisol in our life, but our cortisol really decreases to a level within our optimal window of tolerance of performance. If you are not familiar with that, we recorded a full episode on that a number uh, back here. I'm blanking on which number episode, but go check it out. It's really as we look at heart rate variability as a whole. A lot of good information there, but I digress. We're back to it. Really, when we are in that optimal really window of tolerance for a performance, with cortisol being balanced out, we can truly maximize the benefits of the activities that we are actually partaking in, especially our workouts. When we aren't optimally tuned to this sweet spot, we're actually leaving opportunity for growth on the table, literally. Studies have shown that really the physiological adaptations that we get as a result of a work workout are impacted by the mindset that we have going into the workout itself. If we are in a fixed state mindset, stressed out and letting the ego run the show, we receive negligible results physically, 
physiologically speaking at least, almost to the point where you'd be better off not doing the workout at all that when you're in those states than powering through. Which seems pretty wild to me, very counterintuitive as growing up as an athlete, right? We've always been told, well, just power through, get through that thing. You never know what's gonna happen on the other side. And that's true, but from a physical side effect standpoint, imagine what you could do if your mental health really is in the right space. According to these studies, when we go in with that growth mindset, we go in with the ego checked at the door, we're willing to play loose, we're not letting stress run the show, we have a right amount of risk, aka we've really fine-tuned that challenge skill sweet spot for flow, we are able to walk away with much more optimal results than if we were to go in really stressed out of our mind. Something really, really important to tune into. So really gives a new meaning to powering through or not, right? I'm not saying to just ignore those workouts and skip them altogether or your work when you're feeling that type of way, but rather we should develop a toolkit to really get you to notice that you're in that headspace and then what to do when we are in that headspace so we can really make sure we're getting shifting out of that as best as possible and taking that ego, putting it in the back seat rather than having that run the show and placing you into that headspace with more consistency. This applies beyond our workouts as well. Creating a positive psychology toolkit really works to help you truly maximize what's in your day, even the most boring of work tasks. So here's some positive psychology basics that you can turn to when you just don't feel like it, when you're in that negative headspace, here's how we shift out of it. The first is we wanna prioritize our sleep. Things are just harder when we are underslept. The second is we wanna have a gratitude practice. Put yourself in a better mood through appreciating what is in your life at this moment in time. Three, the true biohacking, uh, really go-to 30-second life-altering state method that we can consistently turn to is hydration. Hydrating is really the only biohack that works with consistency. So number three is hydrating with at least 12 ounces, fluid ounces of water. And then number four, we have our mindfulness practice. I want you to see yourself being open to failure, new possibilities and change, and what lies on the other side of that that's gonna allow you to check that ego at the door with more consistency. All of these basics in your toolkit really help calm the ego-driven part of our mind, which inhibits flow in the first place. When we are able to really quiet that part of the brain, we're able to shift to the areas of the brain that really get lit up as a result of flow and allow us to access flow with that on-demand ease that we are really looking for and maximizing the most out of what is currently in front of us really improving the now and the future because we are improving the present moment, which is really pretty powerful stuff if you ask me. You probably already see it, but dropping the ego improves our mental and emotional health as well as taking out some of really that pressure to be perfect in the day-to-day -day life. This has been shown to increase productivity, happiness, while also reducing feelings of depression and irritability sounds like a pretty good practice to start implementing if you ask me. In truth, I don't think it's possible to ever truly have that ego die, as catchy as that Kanye song might be. It is possible though for us to quiet 
it in situational to situational awareness through mindfulness practices. That's really what we are after when we see the benefits of flow here. Becoming aware of the ego and why we feel the need to have it fuel is really the first step in dropping it, right? Once we have cultivated awareness through our mindfulness practices and our emotional intelligence, we can then make the next best choice that truly serves us and our higher self in that moment. The beauty of being a forever athlete is you don't have to leave the ability to play and have fun on the playground. It's something that you can bring with you situation to situation, no matter what it is you currently do. If you wanna unlock more flow in your life, start by asking yourself, where can you put the ego aside more, set it down, check yourself, and get into flow? I'll leave you with the best words of advice that I would leave my swimmers over the years. When it comes time to perform, the last thing that I want you to think of is just go out and have fun with it. And that might sound counterintuitive, especially if we have a super serious job on our hands, but go out and have fun with it this week. Remember, you're tuned in to Forever Athlete Radio, where together we go far. Remember, you can text or call in 301-747-0718. I want to hear from you. What are you doing this week to drop the ego, to introduce more play, introduce that life playground environment into your everyday life? And remember guys, let's just play on, let's go have fun with it. I will see you all on Friday.